0: I wish I would have built the mobile app uh, simultaneously with the web app. That's one thing I I feel like I should have made that decision instead of waiting to build the the web app first and then uh, the mobile app second. Uh, So I would have took that approach because I feel like we would have saved some more time and money. Uh, by doing that. Um, so as, as we build building our features out, we're, we have to still keep in mind the features and how they're gonna be in the uh, mobile app as well. I'm Lakeisha Turner, co-founder and CTO of AlgoPair.
1: This is Code Story, the podcast bringing you interviews with tech visionaries, who share in the critical moments of what it takes to change an industry and build and lead a team that has your back. I'm your host, Noah Labhart, And today, how Lakeisha Turner built the platform to automate stock trades and grow portfolios for everyone. All this and more on Code Story. Lakeisha Turner is a strong woman. She has her hands full as a single mom of a 16-year-old girl and an 8-year-old boy. She's a breast cancer survivor and a lover of classical music, previously playing instruments in her high school days. She chose a tech path at a very early age, heavily influenced by her grade school computer science teacher, ultimately leading to her decision to pursue a career in technology. When she's not building technology, she likes to take trips with her kids. And each weekend, she tries to plan something fun and exciting for them to do as a family. A little bit ago, Lakeisha was approached by her founder, Ronnie Green, about utilizing her tech expertise to build out his vision for automated algorithmic trading and portfolio management. This is the creation story of AlgoPair.
0: AlgoCare automates the trading process by uh, matching a trader's investment portfolio with an algorithm bot that best fits their risk level and their goals. So we ask them a series of questions to determine what their risk level is, and we help them match an algorithm to place on their brokerage account. Um, Our mission is to break the exclusivity in finance and help average people grow their wealth. Well, I was approached by um, my, fa- my co-founder, well, he, he, the founder, uh, Ronnie Green. Um, he found me uh, on LinkedIn and you know, I've been an engineer for a very long time. So he pretty much needed somebody to help him implement the product. We talked uh, about ex- very extensively about what he wanted to do. From there, uh, I gave him suggestions on what we needed to do to get started. We started with hiring a couple of UX designers. We, we explained the product. You know, They gave us like some you know, basic design to get started with. So from there, I chose the stack that we were gonna use, uh, the hosting, and all the technology that's gonna go behind that. So that's how we got started. Initially, it was just me, and then we brought in a team.
1: Tell me about the MVP, so that you chose your technologies and then you built that first product. Tell me about the MVP. What sort of tools you used to bring it to life? How long it took you, things like that.
0: Initially, we had a different MVP. So our initial MVP took a few months to build. We went to a early accelerator program where we uh, got more information about our product and our customer. And we discovered that the MVP that we had was not really what our customer needed, our customer wanted. So we had to pivot. But uh, pivot took a while to get there new mvp out because uh we had already built this other mvp so like pivoting was a little challenging we also changed our name and rebranded on top of that and that affects everything so it took to pivot um i I would say about like seven months to to do the pivot um and actually no uh, be able to launch seven to eight months maybe we finally did that So the tools that we used uh, for building the product was AWS. We built it on top of AWS. I chose the least expensive route which, uh, and chose to go with the serverless uh, methodologies, serverless stack. So um, we did that uh, and made all of our APIs and we uh, you know, designed the front end separately. That's what we did to get that product off the ground.
1: When you're doing any MVP, you've got to make certain decisions and trade-offs on, you know, and you're you're talking about some of them about, you know, what do we build when, Uh, what technologies do we use? You know, we'll accept this technical debt here. Um, You know, you mentioned cost, right? You got to measure those costs. So tell me about some of those decisions and trade-offs you had to make when you were building your MVP and your early prototype and how you coped with those decisions
0: when we decided to do the, the pivot, a lot of things changed. We had a lot of components that were no longer valid. And, so, and then we also had to refactor a lot of components. Instead of rebuilding the entire app, I chose to refactor our components and then use a lot of the components that we already had. And we enhanced and added uh, features uh, with, with those. So... Just to kind of reduce the amount of time that it would take for um, building a whole new MVP. With that, it it we had to do a lot of things like we changed our host. We're initially hosting with AWS, but then we're hosting with somebody else. So now we're pointing our AWS S3 buckets to another uh, server. So you know, uh, initially uh, that was not the case. So we had to maybe contact AWS to figure out how to do that with, with the host that we had. So that was that was a, a little bit challenging in itself. And um, yeah so I think the major trade-off was was the pivot. That that was really big. You know, I, I'm glad that we if we were gonna pivot, we pivoted early versus later on, you know.
1: <laughs> okay, so then that point you did the you know you did the pivot, right? You got the product built. Um, How did you progress it from there and how are you going about maturing the product and building your roadmap to decide, okay, this is the next most important thing to build?
0: Well, we're basing that on customer uh, feedback, what our customers want. And that's, that's how we're determining the most important feature to build next. So our customers are wanting the ability to have uh, additional brokers Uh, right now. We're only working with one broker, additional brokers like no popular ones like TD Ameritrade. So that that's going to be our focus now. Uh, So we're going to make sure that we get that in there uh, so that customers have uh, more trading options. That's how we're building our roadmap based on customer feedback.
1: How are you go, going about aggregating that feedback? How are you, how are you getting that feedback from, from your customers?
0: So our CEO is doing, um, you know, customer interviews, he, uh, you know, walks new customers through, you know, signing up for the app, uh, you know, lets them talk it through and, uh, you know, just give, okay, oh, let do this. Like if we don't have that feature, he's making notes. Oh, the customers are asking for this. So he'll do like quite a few customers in a week and we get lots of feedback.
1: What brokers are you connected with initially? You mentioned going to someone like TD Ameritrade. Who are you using now? Alpaca. Alpaca, yeah, I I know Alpaca. Yeah, I actually interviewed uh, their CTO probably been six months or so now.
0: We really like them and and the the CEO has been really helpful
1: so you mentioned this a little bit earlier. I'm going to double back on it. How did you go about building your team? Uh, you know you, you said it was just you and your co-founder in the beginning and then you brought on some more people. How did you go about that process and what did you look for in those individuals to indicate that they were the winning horses to join you?
0: We started with interns. Like we went on, you no know, crunch pay, crunch base and like universities that were you know, university students that were, you know, uh, looking to maybe do some internships and learn. So I picked uh, a few people based on, first of all, they they were really eager to learn. And some of them had already done like boot camps in React. Uh, some of them haven't, but I chose them based on like their eagerness, eagerness and how, you know, well-versed they were. Like not not specifically the language that I wanted to build in, but like in what they were doing. Uh, A lot of them are computer science students. So that that type of thing. When they did come on, uh, a lot of them didn't know the stack that we were working on. So I provided materials for them to learn it, uh, gave them time um, and then they were able to go from there and also, you know, gave them a code base to work from. And I also did a uh, a lot of mentoring as well. I've mentored most everybody on the team and everybody's like, you know, uh, pretty good now. Uh, And we're able to sometimes like able to secure employment, um, you know, going forward uh, because of the um, mentorship that they received and the um, internship that they did with AlgoPair.
1: Let's talk about scalability a little bit so did you build this to scale efficiently from day one or are you fighting this as you grow
0: i feel like uh the the stack that i chose it's very scalable and i feel like we're we're scaling pretty well um using building it on top of aws allows it to scale you know building building it serverless so i mean it really doesn't it, it, it um we don't have to worry about um you know space and like how much you know we're using so we pay as we go so it's it's pretty scalable
1: in your in your structure or maybe even in your models or your data structures have you built in scalable uh, approaches or or algorithms or is is that going to be a refactoring exercise later
0: we did build build our uh, structure pretty scalable, too, like the automation for, you know, uh, the trades and all of that stuff. That is very scalable. So uh, the way that we, we, uh, way that we structured our algorithms and all of those things uh, is very, very scalable for uh, what we need to do. Yeah.
1: Well, as you step out on the balcony and you look across all that you've built, what are you most proud of?
0: I'm most proud of the people that we chose to take this journey with us, uh, and they stuck with us. Throughout the rough times and, and the fun, and they were able to follow through. I had the opportunity to work with some amazing individuals and had the opportunity to make an impact on some of their lives, and they have mine. So, it's really the journey itself, um, the working with the people to build build this, and it's it's very exciting.
1: Well, let's flip the script a little bit. Tell me about a mistake you made and how you and your team responded to it.
0: Uh, I made several mistakes. <laughs> uh, so some mistakes in defining tasks um, and how to implement them. Usually if, if a mistake or something like that is made, um, it's brought to my attention that, you know, that the mistake was made. And then my, my team usually adapts and, you know, makes a, allows me to make the correction or makes the correction on their own uh, for me. So we, we pretty much help each other.
1: What does the future look like for your product and for your team?
0: We plan to secure a lead investor so that we can continue to build, grow and scale the AlgoPair team and the product. And uh, we have uh, many things planned in the future and we look forward to becoming one of the top financial uh, companies. Features that I'm really excited about. Um, so. And, and this is one this is going to answer one of the other questions that I, that I wish I would have done. Um, but like, you know, building out the uh, mobile app, I wish I would have built the mo- mobile app uh, simultaneously with the web app. That's one thing I, f- I feel like I should have made that decision instead of waiting to build a, the web app first and then uh, the mobile app second. Also, us becoming our own broker. Uh, that's a, another Thing that we really want to do um, so we're working on the regulations for that and all, um, all of that stuff
1: well Lakeisha who influences the way that you work um, name a CEO a CTO an architect really any person name a person that you look up to and why
0: well um, to be honest like uh, the the person that I most look up to you know may not be a CTO CEO or whatever but um, I really admire her as a person and I feel like she's a savvy business woman. And, you know, she's just done so much um, in her life and it's Michelle Obama. (laughs) That's who I look up to, all political things aside, that's who I look up to um, as a person. I can relate to her stories, her challenges, uh, you know, just trying to succeed um, in life. so I have I've faced a lot of those same challenges and I can relate to the things that she's done. I feel like you know she's, she's a, she was able to overcome a lot and uh, I feel like I will be able to do that as well.
1: Well, you mentioned this already, but I'm going to ask it again, so I'm going to give you a chance to either elaborate on it or, or say something else. So if you could go back to the beginning, what would you do differently or where would you consider taking a different approach?
0: yeah doing that web app together with those uh, uh so i would have took that approach because i feel like we would have saved some more time and money uh by doing that um so as, as we building our features out we're, we have to still keep in mind the features and how they're going to be in the web app. i'm sorry in the in the uh, mobile app as well if we would if i would have just had this the structure already there and then you know, built tasks when they, when we have tasks for the web app and also have a mobile task, we could be, you know, having releases for both um, items at the same time. That, that is, that is the thing that I would have done, you know, going back. Um, I wish I would have done that um, sooner.
1: Last question, Lakeisha, you're getting on a plane and you're sitting next to a young entrepreneur who's built the next big thing. They're jazzed about it. They can't wait to show it off to the world. They can't wait to show it off to you right there on the plane. What advice do you give that person having gone down this road a bit?
0: Well, um, I would tell them to definitely get a mentor and ask for advice, you know, before like, you know, making any types of moves or anything. Just make sure you have somebody that's been down that road before and that could give you like sound advice so that you can save money and time. Also, um, maybe like do market research, do a lot of market research before you get into um, your product development. Make sure this is something that you know customers want, so that you you know can avoid a pivot. You know because uh, a pivot is costly, costly with time and money. And then um, build a good network. Utilize your network too. So the network is very important um, when you're doing something like this. So,
1: very cool. That's excellent. Well, Lakeisha, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for telling the creation story of AlgoPair.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: And this concludes another chapter of Coat Story. Code Story is hosted and produced by Noah Laphart. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcasting app of your choice. Support the show on patreon.com/codestory for just 5 to 10 bucks a month. And when you get a chance, leave us a review. Both things help us out tremendously. And thanks again for listening.